They call me Help. They call me Stacy. They call me Her. They call me Jane. That's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my name. That's not. Well, what is your bloody name then? I've asked you and you just won't tell me. Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Stu and Owl pod with him, Stu. Me, Owl. Remember the so, ting- are we ever going to find out what her name is then or what? No. But do you remember the Ting Tings? Ting Tings, yeah. I remember yeah. the uh, Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, comedy writes itself. Doesn't it? Still, you're wearing a vest. Uh, yep. <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. Vest and shorts. You've been out um, bare knuckle fighting. Is the uh, God, the same uh, colour as well. Oh, yeah, matching grey, yeah. A grey. I've just actually walked Alyssa to a car wearing this. Wearing that bloody hell. He went out. Well, I had a hoodie on as well, but yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, Steve, no. tell, us, tell us what uh tell us uh tell us what you've been up to. This week. Mm-hmm. Uh nothing much. I went on a few mountaineering courses. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got a bit further in my case to solving who uh shot JFK. Yeah. Or who killed him. And I had a nice rhubarb crumble just now as well. Oh, nice. Don't like rhubarb crumble. Why? I don't like any hot fruit. It's weird. It's weird. Hey, Al. Yeah? He's been at, he's been at it again, isn't he? Who? Old Roy. He's watched a couple more films, isn't he? Oh, is he? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah he's watched a couple more films, he has. Go on, then. Give us the... Uh... Uh... Here's the tape. Thank you. And click. Hey, boys. Yeah, I thought I'd uh, do it again. So I watched a couple more films this week for you. And here's here's what I thought about those two films. Well, one actually is a franchise. Does that count? Yeah, that's that right. That's great. Well, so I watched the Rocky franchise. Look at you, Balboa. Getting all upset because things aren't, you know, things are going against you. Crying because your trainer died. Crying because a paddle creek got killed in the ring by He-Man. What a baby. What a big baby. Just put your gloves on and get to fighting. Baby. <laughs> I also watched Oh, I Am Legend. Look at you, Robert Neville. Ah, oh, boo-hoo, you're the, only, you're the last man on earth. Crying because you had to kill your infected dog. All down in the dumps because you're stuck with angry zombies. What a baby. What a big baby. Just make the most of it and go bowling or the pub. Baby. <laughs> I like his uh, I like his reviews because they do sort of like yeah, they, they are sort of saying, you know, just get on with it, you know. <laughs> I'm just trying to find sad films. And they say, Well, just you know just stop being a Stop being a baby. Oh, baby. Make the most of what you've got. <laughs> oh, lovely. Well, Stu, um, I was out um, last night again with some with another celebrity. You know, last week I went... You're really making uh, circles in the celeb world. When do I get I invited to these things? Yeah, no, they don't, you don't get invited. I'm really sorry. Um, oh. I have told that um, Shirley Bassey joke a few times since the last episode and no one's laughed. So, um, oh. I'll try again. So, so last night, last night too, I was out with uh, old Christopher Walken. Yeah, oh. went um, went we went, went to a few bars, then we went clubbing. Yeah, really enjoyed it. 
And uh, anyway, he, he was just at the bar and uh, there was loads of us on the dance floor. Absolutely packed it was too. And then uh, a share song came on, right? And everyone went mental. They were absolutely going crazy. Dropped the, everyone dropped their glasses on the floor, smashed all over the dance floor. Christopher starts coming over. And I went, no, 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 stop, stop. Couldn't hear me. He's literally walking on broken glass, Stu. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think all the elements are there for a joke. I just don't know if I've got it in the right order or... Let's go to top three. Top three. In each episode, me and Al are set a subject by either him or me. <laughs> and uh, we tell you our top three things about the subject. So, Al, if I was to, like, for example, for those who doesn't uh, don't understand what we're talking about, if I was to say to you what were your top three languages... Languages. Uh, <clears throat> French is because uh, we had to learn it at school. Mm. Uh, German because we also had to learn that at school, and uh, English because that's the one that I primarily speak. Okay. I'm going to go with um, English sign and foul. Oh, very good. <laughs> what is that? Uh, chicken? Is that chicken talking? Cluck. <laughs> Clucking L. Cluck you. <laughs> you dirty clucker. Yeah, I was out this bird last night. I'll give her a right good clucking. Clucking, <laughs> <laughs> how would you look at the time? <laughs> so, um, Stu, it was your choice for this episode, and you yes. went for the top three. So, the top three uh, shows from CITV, CBBC in the 90s era. Not, you know, it doesn't have to be 90s, but around that time. So, if it went into the 80s or the early 2000s, that would have been fine. Just stuff you watched when you were a kid that weren't on the Nickelodeon side, but the uh, the normal channels, you know, for those that didn't have Sky. And if yeah. you didn't live in the UK, you could have done your equivalents to wherever you're from. I, I don't know about you, Stu, but I went, I, I found a list of like all of the shows and there's so many good ones. This was the hardest one we've done because um, yeah. Yeah. I still I still don't know if I want to change my mind now. Well, I'm not because well, I've wrote stuff for these three, but. I know what you mean. I think I've chosen the three that I enjoyed most at the time. And I actually went mm. back and watched some episodes. And there's one that I went back and watched three series of today. Because <laughs> they're like 10 minutes long. Do you want me to get first? Okay. Yeah, go on. <clears throat> so for number three, Stu, I've chosen The Queen's Nose. That was pretty popular, actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so The Queen's Nose was on CBBC from 1995 to 2003. There were 44 episodes. Um, the 50p, it was a, if you don't know what it was about, it was about a magic 50p um, that was given to a girl called Harmony. Harmony. Um, from her uncle, who could do magic, never really explained. Um, Dorigay she... weren't his name. <laughs> and this coin, if you rub the, the Queen's nose, it granted you a wish. Now, she never really asked for like loads of money or anything. It was just... No, she was a good girl, wasn't she? She I, behaved herself. I went back and watched the first episode, Stu, today to sort of remind myself of it. You, do you want to have a guess at the mundane things she asked for in the first episode? Roller skates. A pet rabbit. Oh. Um, there is a podcast, which I think we've spoken about this before. There's a podcast called the On The Nose Podcast. You can't get it on Apple Podcasts, but it's two guys who um, watch each episode and then they um, interview people, a lot of the ca- old cast. Um, ah. Give it a listen. I think it might be quite good. Um, 
Harmony only had the coin for the first for the series one to three. Um, in season three, she shared it with someone called Dino Parker, which I, must be a relative because her last name in it was Parker. He was season three. Sam was um, season four to six, and Jake was in season seven. Still, so it's terribly middle class. It's uh, it's so. Is she not in the later ones? Then no. No, apparently she was only in I think one episode of season three. She left after two series, but still, she doesn't act anymore, um, does she? No, she doesn't. Um, she is now a physiotherapist. Oh shit! Yeah, she's actually she wished for that. She's actually <laughs> still, She's a year older than us. Is she? But one of the things to do was her sister Melody, um, who was her older sister in it. She was in wow. it for, for six series, I think it was. She might have been bidding for the whole thing. But in the first episode, Stu, and I was watching it, and I thought, really? Because at the start, um, her sister, the younger sister's on in the tree, and she comes like kind of down on this zip wire thing, and she hits Melody into a pond. Right now, when Melody gets up out of this pond, her dress, which is very tight dress, is extremely like wet. She's got like it's a local thing. She's like she's. Facing the camera, arse to the camera, it's stuck to her arse. She's got a low-cut dress on. It's like, how are you getting away with this on CBBC? It's just ridiculous. And, like, for us, you know, when we were, like, however old when we were watching it, God, it was, like, 1995. We would have been, what, 11? You know, it's a bit inappropriate. Mm. I don't know how old Melody was when she was in it at that age, but I think she was about 18 or something. I was like, bloody hell, how did they get away with that? And of course, Stu, um, her best friend, that boy, who was obsessed with Gary Mabbott, who... Um, yeah, he was in one, wasn't he? Yeah, he turned up in an episode. One of our wishes was for him to play football with Gary Mabbott. But yeah, it, that, that's it. Yeah, that's 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 my number three. Because I remember watching it, and I went back and watched the first episode, and I was like, yeah, I remember this show. It was quite good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Didn't make my honorable mention list though. I got a list of ten in the end. Oh, did you for honorable mentions? Hey, what for honorable mentions? Ah, uh, well, the three I picked plus the seven that didn't make the the top three. So, okay, Queen Queen's nose is not in there. All right, fair enough. Uh, my number three is "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" That was a Nickelodeon show. It was on CITV as well, though. That, that then, but then we could have said Rugrats or. You could have said Rugrats, that was CBBC. Yeah, but it was originally Nickelodeon. So ah, like... he gives a Well, you said it can't be on Nickelodeon. I said it, no, I and mean, we, I we can't, I can't just be on Nickelodeon. I, I wanted your shows from CITV and CBBC, is what I said. Is what I said. I didn't realise this, because otherwise... Rugrats might... didn't make my list either, so... Well, we had all... All, all You're Afraid of the Dark was both on our lists when we chose top Nickelodeon shows. Nah. It anyway, was. I'm picking it. Go on then. So it was on CITV, which yeah. is what I asked for, uh, from 1990 to 1996. Originated in Canada, it did. If you, want, if you want to go back and listen to the episode where we talk about our top three Nickelodeon shows, you can hear all this information again there. Yeah, well, good luck finding it. <laughs> so, the, all right, so the show revolves around a group of teenagers called what then? Clever shit. I can't remember because I haven't listened to that old episode again for a while. Mm, it's the Midnight's of the Science. Yeah. Uh, and the show featured many guest stars, including Neve Campbell, Alicia Cuthbert, Gilbert Gottfried, Melissa Joan Hart, Aidan Christensen, Darth Vader himself, and Tia and Tamira Maori from Sister Sister. Uh, well, I don't remember that happening now, but I don't believe you anyway. 
had a revival in 1999 yeah. and again in 2019. And fun fact, Al, I heard that when you were younger, you were afraid of the dark and had to sleep with a nightlight on until you were 15. Oh, I think you made that joke as well on the Nickelodeon episode. Nah, I didn't. I'm sure you did. <laughs> My number two, Stu, is Bernard's Watch, um, which was on CITV from 1997 to 2005. There were 79 episodes of this show. Now, Stu, today I went back and I thought, oh, I'll watch an episode of Bernard's Watch. I put it into YouTube and there was a channel where it would just stream every episode. So I've watched the first three series of Bernard's Watch today. Now, if you don't know what Bernard's Watch is about, it's about a young boy who is given a watch um, that can stop time by someone called The Postman. Um, it's because he's always late all the time. But he's given strict rules that he must not commit a crime or hurt anyone. Um, now, in this series, Steve, when it gets to series three, they've clearly run out of ideas. Because at one point, there's an alien in it, right? Doesn't make any sense. Um, and another episode, Leslie Grantham turns up, right? Ooh. And he's got the watch from Bernard, and he threatens, he's like robbing banks and stuff, and he threatens Bernard, and he grabs him by the collar, like really forcibly, and um, his mum comes in, and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just, Bernard's nicked my watch. And there's a bit in it, right? Where he says to him, he says to Bernard, um, if you tell anyone about this, I can do, you know, I could come back and do horrible things. And then he, it, time pauses and it wake, he wakes up and he's on the edge of a, a tall building. He goes, I could throw you off a tall building. And then it, it switches again. And he's, he's tied to a big log in a sawmill. And he says, oh, I can turn this sawmill. And he turns a sawmill on and it starts to cut the, the, the wood. Like he's going to murder Bernard. It's fucking well, It wouldn't be the first time Leslie Grantham's murdered someone. I know. <laughs> um, there's a bit in the first episode, which I was just thought was ridiculous, where Bernard, for some reason, has got no trousers on. And I was like, why, why is stuff happening like this in kids' TV shows? He's just in a shirt with no trousers on and his pants. I wasn't a fan of that one, to be honest. Um, there was, to, however, um, disappointingly, uh, the um, there was there was an adult version um, where Bernard is nineteen, but it's no longer in the works because um, it just was Bernard going around taking pictures of um, up lady skirts. So <laughs> I knew he would. Um, He's been warned not to misbehave with it, but um, you knew I he was going to. I might do that in a future bag of nails. <laughs> Oh god, that's the that's today's bag of nails, isn't it? It's not today's bag of nails. <laughs> Just but give yeah. me a heads up so I can zone out while you do that one then. Bernard's watch. Love Bernard's watch. It was it was it was hilarious. No, I, I never I'm liked it. Bernard... acted as well. It's yeah, I think that's cool. why I didn't like it. Yeah. I know well, you do. You always go on about Bernard's watch, but I was uh, I was never a fan. Well, I'll give you number two. Not for me. Number two. Maid Marion and her merry men. Oh yeah, that was a good one. This that was, was brilliant. This was actually funny as well. Why don't you carry on with what you do? <laughs> Far away. Yeah, a very good theme tune. Tell you what, else had a good theme tune. Animal Hospital. Yeah. Ruin now, isn't it? By old, uh... Yeah, because of that pedo. 
Uh, so Mid Marion and Her Merry Men featured on CBBC. The show ran from 1989 to 1994. Created and written by Tony Robinson. So that's where it's, that's why it's funny. Yeah. Uh, the show takes on the Robin Hood tale with a twist. Made Marion, who takes center stage as the heroic leader, with Robin Hood portrayed as a bit of an idiot, shall we say? He played Tony Robinson, kind of was like the Baldrick sort of role in it, wasn't he? A little bit. Yeah, he was the sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. It was good. It was very good. I loved it. Uh, so the so it was uh, Maid Marion played by Kate Lonigan, leads uh, Merry Men, which featured Little Ron, Barrington, Rabies, and Scarlet. <laughs> Little uh, Ron, in it. This had to be yeah. This, this was probably the funniest show on kids TV. When you look yeah. back at it now, it was funny then as well. But I think it's one that you can appreciate. When you're older as well. A lot of these are on YouTube as well, like full episodes and stuff. You can find yeah, yeah, them yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, they watch a few. Speaking of Sherwood Forest, Al, I heard that when you was a kid, you got lost in Sherwood Forest. Is that yeah, true? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, I, I heard oh, it on the. Oh, sorry. I, was, I thought you were setting up for a punchline. There wasn't it? No, I just, um, oh, you got no, lost no, in no, Sherwood Forest. How, the, how was that? How, how did you feel? Uh, Merry. Did you cry? Did you, you big baby? <laughs> um, well, my number one, Stu, um, and this was always going to be my number one. It was Biker Grove. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Uh, Biker Grove, yeah. one of the longest running CBBC programs, uh, ran from 1989 to 2006. There were 305 episodes. Uh, it was about the lives of young people who were members of a youth club set in Biker, which is uh, in Newcastle. It starred, um, started the careers of many people, such as Anton Deck, uh, Jill Halfpenny, Donna Eyre, and for some reason on IMDb, it says Gal Gadot. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think what? she was in. I don't think she was. Because then I looked down the cast list and she wasn't on it. Well, I think he was, wasn't he? Um, Jack's from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Charlie yes. Unum. Yeah. Um, I was actually at university, Stu, with a guy who was in Biker Grove for a couple of series, but he was in the... Um, the other the gang from the other youth club, which you didn't see very often. Um, oh yeah, them. But it was it was such a good show, you know. You couldn't see, man. Um, but yeah. it dealt with a lot of things. Did um, you? It dealt with a lot of things on on uh, on children's TV that um, probably still sometimes that you don't see as much. It actually had to do. It had the first gay kiss um, on a children's TV show um, ever. Did you Duncan? No, it wasn't PJ um, And also, yeah, with the blinding of um, PJ and about how he coped with being blind after that. And it was, you know, because it wasn't like, there was some funny elements in it, but it was quite, you know, hard hitting at times. And probably... Well, you had to feel for PJ. I mean, he got blinded and he had to support Newcastle United as well. So... Third in the league, don't they? A minute. Third in the league. Not back then, man. I don't know, we were quite up then. Oh, you were second then, weren't you? Yeah, we were second then. <laughs> we were um, but yeah, Bike Grove was just one of those shows that um, I absolutely loved with Jeff Man and Spooky. Spooky, yeah. And Jeff was in uh, Billy Elliot, weren't he? He was in Billy Elliot. And he yeah. had the best line of the whole film. He died in, well, he's, he's dead in real life now, but he, they oh. killed him off in Bike Grove, as I remember. Jeff Egan. He died in a fire. Nah. So, great show, great show. Shame. Yeah, good old bite a groove. Uh, I went fun out style. Ah, yeah, it. 
What was that on? Was that CITV or BBC? CITV, yeah. yeah. On a Friday, that one. Uh, from 1989 to 1999, the show was created by Chris Evans. Was it? Yeah. How about that? What, Captain America? No, the Ginge. Oh, right. Chris Evans and produced by LWT. So it's two teams of kids uh, competing in loads of challenges to get the chance to win all those wacky prizes in the Funhouse at the end. Highlight of the show had to be the uh, Funhouse Grand Prix. Yeah. Especially that one where one nearly ran over Pat Sharp when they skipped across the line that time. Yeah, he hit him, didn't he? He went for it. Well, he had to, like, catch up, didn't he? So he zoomed all the way around and then Nearly took Pat Sharp out. Uh, so it's hosted by Pat Sharp with the twin cheerleaders, Melanie and Martina. I actually do, before you carry on, I, I googled what, um, I, I found a webpage and it was where are a lot of these um, actors now? Because I was like looking at, when I was looking at um, like the Queen's Nose and Bernard's Watch, I wanted to see if they were still acting. And then you found out what they're actually doing now. And the twins from Funhouse, you, you can't, you, they're the only company where you can actually hire them out to come and like um be entertainers for you and stuff oh, <laughs> one like dropped out of show business to care for her husband and she or something oh really yeah now he got like ill and it's quite interesting to see because a lot of like the people for, like kids from the or you know people are in these kids shows they're not in the industry anymore they're doing something completely different and it was just that they did this at the time because <clears throat> Bernard from Bernard's Watch isn't acting anymore either. He didn't act in Bernard's Watch, to be no. fair. <laughs> Were you that kid in Bernard's Watch? No. No, hey. it wasn't me. <laughs> I can't remember what he's doing now. I did read about it. Uh, fun fact. So the show went on to have spin-offs in the USA, Australia, and across Europe. Uh, years later, me and Al end up meeting Pat Sharp in Magaluf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember we have that. a picture of him. Well, with us, with him, yeah. Yeah. Good. Have you got any on? Oh, do you want to do the... Um, we'll do the socials, and I'll come back yeah. to the ones I had uh, lined up. Quite a lot of feedback this week for this one. Uh, so, first one that responded was Brand Ultron. Uh, he picked Nightmare. That was always going to be a given. Yeah. That was always going to be a shay. <laughs> yeah. Nightmare, Art Attack. And reboot. Oh, what's that? Uh, it's like a it's a Canadian like early CGI thing. Oh, he sent me the uh, he sent I think he sent the trailer on um on Twitter for us to have a look at. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cullum, Colors. Colors. He also picked reboot, Thunderbirds, and Live and Kicking. Decent. Was Live and Kicking uh, a Saturday morning show? Was that still? Oh, I suppose it still was, wasn't it? Because it was like a, it was still labelled as CBBC, wasn't it? So. Yeah. Um, Frank, uh, Frank picked. Um, so obviously, Frank lives. Well, yeah, Frank's in America, so he didn't have um, these channels that we did. So he's gone for Batman animated series, mm-hmm. Dawson's Creek. And Saved by the Bell. Yeah, fair enough. It's all right. right. Uh, another American, Alyssa. Uh, she picked Captain Planet, Gummy Bears and Smurfs. Gummy Bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. <laughs> I never watched that. Did you know? I remember that. Uh, Keza G. Art Attack. 
Yeah. Sooty and Co. That was good, wasn't it? <laughs> well, if you want to go back and listen to the episode where I uh, meet Sooty down the bag of nails. Oh, fucking hell. Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> Sooty and Co. Yeah, his little cousin Scampy. He was like a little cunty, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, wasn't he? Sooty and Co. and Funhouse. And uh, honourable mention to Percy the Park Keeper. Don't remember that one. No. Uh, Amy, she's gone with Come Outside, The Queen's Nose, and Play Days. Yeah. Laura, Queen's Nose, Williams, Wish Wellington. Yes. Okie dokie. Or okie doke. Williams, Wish Wellington, Stu, was my, was my only honourable mention. I have got more now. But it had the best theme tune because it was so rocky. Williams, yeah, um... Wish Wellington, Williams. She sent the uh, theme this week on on chat thing. What <laughs> a good show, uh, theme that. Uh, so she's also picked some honourable mentions as well. Incredible games, Poddington Peas, mainly for the theme tune, SMTV, and Rhubarb and Custard. Yeah, Leo, she's gone for one, but it's a very good one. Yeah. Round the twist. Yeah. Uh, Hayes gone for round the twist. Bait our grove. And Fun House. Yep. Uh, regular Gab, Heartbeat with Tony Hart. You remember that? Yep. Uh, Pingu and Maid Marion and the Merry Men. Yeah. When he put that through onto it, that's not made me pick it because I forgot oh, about yeah. it. Uh, Mrs. Regular Gab, Ruth. Is that right? Ruth, yeah. Yeah. SMTV and Teletubbies, which she watched while on acid. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Johnny's gone for Hey Arnold, Arthur, and Bodger and Badger is also a big Art Attack fan. Special oh, mention to Poddington Peas for the best theme tune as well, although it was a crap cartoon. Down at the bottom of the garden. <laughs> Arthur, in it, Stu? Uh... <laughs> I went stressed as Arthur for it, yeah. Um, yeah, he was there. Johnny was there for that night. He did yeah. that. Um, he looks like someone, doesn't he, Arthur? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also picked raccoons as well because of Cyril Snake. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, it says here out that I have to check Twitter for this one because Wolfie chimed in again. Good old Wolfie, back. Oh, by the way, I'm going to need you to do Wolfie later. Okay. Um, this is the top three, right? Yeah. Wolfie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wolfie, he picked Wayne Rooney Soccer School. Match of the day in Tots TV, mate. Tots TV. I said to him, you can't have match of the day, you div. He put, it's on BBC, though, you knob. <laughs> I, I said, you still can't have it. And he goes, fine, I'll have that one where Rio Ferdinand murked people. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, you just got murked. He thought, I'll fucking murk you, mate. You're fucking seeing that. <laughs> I said, calm down, big man. And then he finished off with, you don't want to not see me not calm down enough in me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Grammar is brilliant, isn't it? Good old Wolfie. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Yeah. Nah. Um, and that's it. Okay, go on, let's do it. Give us your honourable mentions. All uh, right. How to, Art Attack, Bodger and Badger, Chuckle Vision, Round the Twist, Goosebumps, or does that fall into the Nickelodeon character? I don't know. No, I think I don't uh, think it's on Nickelodeon. Victor and Hugo and Grotbegs. 
<laughs> Corrupt bags. Still, I've got um, obviously William Swish Wellington's Arthur as well. Uh, Pollington Peas, Bodger and Badger, uh, the Shoe People. Rosie oh, and yeah. Jim. Rosie, Rosie and Jim had to be, didn't it? Well, they've been down the bag of hours, haven't they? Yeah. Um, and so it called James the Cat. I don't know if you remember that. My name's James. James. Yeah. <laughs> that was all. I've just thought of another one, though, as well. Fine. Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls, yeah, Raggy Dolls. You reminisce about it. We'll have to do a, a, a special episode, Stu, where we watch some old shows. Just all that, yeah. And, watch and, along. And review them. We'll pick like five or We've something. We've still not done the um, Forrest Gump watch along yet. No, we've not done the watch along of that, have we? We'll have to come do it at some point. So, still on the next episode, I was talking to someone about um, this the other day, and I thought, oh, this would be a good one for the um, for the podcast. Still on the next episode, I like your top three pop groups. Now, there are stipulations to this because some people would say that. Uh, would uh, define what a pop group is, but you yeah. it cannot be someone like Busted or McFly, a band that plays their own instruments. Now, you can have someone like Take That, even though Gary Barlow plays the piano. I'm talking about pop groups where most of the time they're just singing. So the cheesy, cheesy stuff, basically. It can yeah. be cheesy stuff. So you can you can have Take That. You can have your Spice Girls. You know, uh, if you went up, back further, um, you could have, I don't know, I can't even think of any So it'd be a heavily like boy band, girl band kind of thing. Yeah, that sort of thing. So as long as they don't really play their own instruments on all things. People that might get up from a chair when the key changes. <laughs> so that sort of I'm thing. I'm probably going to pick the Venga Boys on there. Are they a pop group or they a dance act? I think that's a difficult one. Ah, uh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is a dance act. Um, so, so, like cheesy pop and stuff like that. So on the next episode, if you would like to tell yeah. us your top three pop groups, um, and you can go any era, we're, we're not we're not going to tell you you can't, um, then get in contact with us, stuanalpod at gmail.com or um, at stuanalpod on Instagram and Twitter. So that was top three, and now it's time for the Naughty Corner. Oh, Mercron. We can discuss our favourite songs and films in the Naughty Corner. Ooh. On each episode, Stu and I are going through the noughties, uh, telling you our favourite single and film from each year. And we're also asking you what your favourite single and film are from each, each year. Uh, on this episode, it is your favourite single from the year 2002. But on the last, last episode, it was your favourite film from the year 2002 and a poll went up on Twitter. There were four choices and Stu will have the results of those now. Stu. 90 votes in total. Not bad, not bad. In fourth place was the penis. <laughs> penis. <laughs> yeah. With 14%. Penis. In third place with 22% was 24-hour party people. Oh, yeah. Just edging that for second place with 23%, Dog Soldiers. Ooh. The winner with 40% of the vote, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, that was my choice. Okay, fair enough. Brilliant. Well, thank you for voting. So, Stu, I didn't think that would win. I thought it probably would out of those. Hmm. Um, so, Stu, tell us your favourite single from the year 2002. The Sweetness by Jimmy World. I can't even think of how that goes. Uh, it... You know... And your sweetness is my weakness. Is it that? Yeah, that's it. Is it? No. 
<laughs> so sweetness, you got any information about the sweetness, Stu? Yeah, it's by Jimmy Eat World in uh, 2002. Jimmy Eat World formed in 1994 in Mesa, Arizona. Mm. Uh, they included uh, Jimmy Eat World's 1999 album Clarity emerged as a landmark of the genre, but it was the 2001 album Bleed American that got him on the way. There's two versions of this song as well. Excellent. And the album was released in 2008. Excellent. Well, Stu, I'm going to go with um, the song Heaven by DJ Sammy. Um, <laughs> now, I know like, I know people say oh, that song's shit, but it's not necessarily how good no, the song is. <laughs> but it's it, it just reminds me of being on holiday um, like and in in like clubs and stuff like that, and and this song being on all the time, and just like just loving it when this song came on because it was just on all the time. Um, it was released on the sixth of August two thousand and two. It's a cover of the Brian Adams song of the same name. Uh, it reached number nineteen in the UK singles charts too. And there is a really nice um, piano version, slowed down piano version of this, um, which is um. worth listening. But yeah, it's just, and I know that I know that somebody else has picked it as well, which we'll get to in a moment. But yeah, it just reminds me of being how old would have been then, nineteen, and just yeah, absolutely loving it, being out all the time, and this song would just be on. It was a good. One. Yeah. Okay. What want to do? What's the uh, socials got to say? Brendan picked it. Yep, thought he would. Kesa G, blurry puddle of mud. Yep. Uh. Frankie, he picked How You Remind Me by Nickelback. Oh, God. I saw this and I was going to comment on Twitter and I thought, no, I'll wait for the podcast. Well, I'm going to say it. I like Nickelback. Oh, God. I don't give a fuck. Look at this photograph. Not that one. Not that one. There's a few, there's about, I could name seven or eight tracks that are decent. Okay. Uh regular Gav and Alista both picked by the way by the Chilies. Yeah, good song. And Kimbo picked Don't Know Why by Nora Jones. That's a good song. Oh, that is a nice song. Oh Kimbo. Uh right, so mining yours then. Uh, by the way, with the Chilies got yeah. going, isn't it? And let's put your mum's one in. Nora Jones. Put we'll bit Nora Jones in. Yep. So there's the ones on the poll then. Yeah. And if if you're listening, vote for Vote for Nora Jones this week. Let's get Stu's more money. I'm going to vote for Nora Jones. I'm going to vote for Nora Jones because I actually really like that song. Good, isn't it? I wish I picked uh, it now. So a poll will go up on Twitter um, later this week. Um, and on the next episode, we would like your favourite film from the year 2003. Ooh. Right, Still to come. Still to come. Al goes to London to visit Ooh. the Bag of Nails. Anything there? Uh... Anything special this week, Al? Yeah. Uh, the way he said that and the way he's looked when he said that can't be good, listeners. Can't be good. Mike Reed is back with two more tips and a special announcement for his summer tour. Ooh. It's Veronica versus Villain in Tits Up. Al, watch both films today. Did you? I watched them both today. I didn't oh, realize. Good. Veronica seen, was good. I've seen that before, Veronica. Ah, uh, yeah. As soon as I put on, I thought, is this subtitled? Um, yeah, Spanish, isn't it? Yeah, it's good, though. I liked it. I did. I did. Um, find out why Geppetto has been arrested for uh, war crimes in, in the news. 
But for now, here's Al with an advert. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ad. Football. Yawn. Basketball. Boring. Tennis. All these ball sports are so dull. We here at Barry's have decided to make ball sports a lot more exciting and a lot more sexy. With Barry's big bouncing booby balls. <laughs> we take a football, a basketball, tennis ball, etc. And put a nipple on it. Hour of fun. But don't take my word for it. Ow. He's a very satisfied customer. My diet of scotch eggs and cheap cider. I rarely play any sport. But with Barry's big bouncing booby balls... I can't keep my hands off them. Thanks, Barry. Barry's big bouncing booby balls should not be used in real sports as the nipple juts out and it will make it bounce off in unusual angles. <laughs> Get them Barry. From... Oh, sorry. Go on, Karen. Get them from your local Aldi down the middle aisle. You know which one I mean. Yeah. Barry, before you go. Yes. Um... Is there any chance I can speak to your um, satisfied customer at all for a sec? Yeah, hold on. Let me get him. He wants you. <laughs> Stuart. Hi, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, you always like to talk about your um, your cheap cider. How much are we how much are we talking here? Oh, you, you can find a good four liter bottle for a, under two quid. Did what, like a supermarket own brand kind of thing, no, is it? No, or? no, no, I'm not going to supermarket. I'm going those dodgy little shops that people don't go in. Oh, like Wakey Wines kind of thing, stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's the type. All right, thanks, man. Just wondered, yeah, that's no worries. Now it's time for the news. In each episode, Stu gives us a load of news stories. They're always quite comical. Hello. Hello, Stu. He's there. That's good. Uh, he'll also tell us maybe the sport. Uh, always ends on the weather. Dr. Doris, maybe a bit of... Uh, uh, I was going to say Shakespeare then. Maybe a bit of Arnie. So, Stu, here are your headlines. Cheers, Al. Uh, scientists find a new addition to the periodic table and admit it's an element of surprise. Oh, that's good. That's good, that's Stu. Well done. Man sentenced to death for writing so many clickbait headlines. What happens next will shock you. <laughs> I like that. And coming up, we find out how the newly appointed Loch Ness Monster Hunter is getting on. He says, I thought the job would be easier. Oh, yeah. More from that previous headline. So uh, probably, the man probably tasked... not having much luck. Oh. Ness okay. of that. <laughs> the man... The man tasked with hunting for Nessie has admitted this week that the job he had been set would be a lot... He thought that the job he had been set would be a lot easier uh, than it actually is. Uh, Hamish McSwigerson from Dundee said, and I have the uh, tape right here, Al. Oh, thank you. And yeah. click. Uh, the other Nessie. Hey, uh, where are you, you jit? I thought it would be a lot easier. I thought it was her, but it was a kite. 
Dundee, 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 East Fife. All through my willy. Get a bit less hiss. She was only the lovely kind of tenants in the garden. Like a broom without a handle. <laughs> well, insightful stuff there. Thank you. Sorry, uh, Keith Campbell. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Keith, do you know him? <laughs> can, uh, so, can you let us know what he said? <laughs> yeah. Inside, uh, the Scottish, they're all right. They'll, they'll have a laugh on there. Yeah. Insi- insightful stuff there. Nessie remains uh, at large still, though. So. Um, reaching 128 isn't all it's cracked up to be. Uh, Melandrop Putinaska turned 128 this week. Um, she is now the oldest person in the world, officially. Oh, yeah. Uh, she now joins us live. Melandrop, hi. Good morning to you. I'm 128, and I've never had one full day where I was happy. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry to hear that. Let me finish. Every day, same. Wake up. Open can of faxi. Drink. Stare at grey wall. Go outside. All grey. Dog is there. Stares at me. Takes giant shit and laugh. Feel annoyed. Go inside. Turn on TV. Watch Jeremy Beadle. Number one comedian here. <laughs> Tiny hands make <laughs> <laughs> Number one comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Jeremy Beadle, number one comedian. Tiny hand makes me sad. Change channel. James Corden appear. Throw brick at TV. <laughs> Go to buy a new TV. Feel bad. Eat carrot. Too raw. Eat jacket potato. Average. Tune in new TV. Fall asleep. Wake up. Repeat. Every day for 128 years. Please kill me. <laughs> That's one of the oh, best. Well, the, um, <laughs> the line's gone. The line's just gone dead there. Oh well, maybe she did too. Uh, still to come on in the news, uh, we hear from Dr. Doris and find out why she's been doing naked kung fu in a Tesla. But first, with the 420 TED Talk this week revealing it is now legal in the entire West Coast of America to have marijuana and other type of drugs. Everyone there is worried that police dogs are now going to be made redundant. On the line now is Baxter the Talking Police Dog. Baxter, thanks for joining us. Uh, Pleased to be here. Uh, So with drugs now legal, Baxter, what are you going to do? Uh, Well, I did find... (laughs) Well, I did find that it might be rough (laughs) going for a while. (laughs) But then... um, I, it turns out cocaine is still illegal, so I'll I'll be just fine for work for now. But anyway, being a police dog, it's amazing, and um, I catch criminals and still get to do everyday dog stuff. Uh, just the other day, I was playing with my trainer, and uh, I retrieved the ball from far, about a mile away. I know it does sound far fetched, but um, you know, <laughs> yeah, far fetched, yeah, yeah, got it. That's, good. That's great. Anyway, and I'm always helping. I spotted an albino Dalmatian the other day. It was the least I could do. 
Uh, when I was a pup, my family had another dog called Cigarette. Sadly, he was born with no legs. Uh, so every night after dinner, Dad would take him out. Dad would take him out front for a drag. <laughs> anyway, I gotta, gotta go with the best, mate. <laughs> Thank you, Baxter. I, I think I'm still on top of the... Uh, I'm still still thinking about the Jeremy V. The Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> Geppetto has been arrested on suspicion of war crimes in 19 countries. <clears throat> this isn't the first time a Disney character has uh, failed the law like this. Here to offer his opinion on um, this and other Disney characters is Uncle Dorigay. Uncle, pleased to meet uh, you. Hello. Again. You all right there? Um, so with the uh, Geppetto being arrested for the uh, war crimes there, 19 countries it's tallied up to. Uh, can you think of any other Disney characters like this? What the amount of uh, war crimes and that? Maybe the, the any of the witches. They uh, was a pest yeah. bunch, aren't they? Mm. Um, of course, uh, Donald Duck had that thing in Syria. Uh, from... Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course, that was bad. <laughs> that was absolutely quackers. Um, oh, going back to Geppetto. Going back to Geppetto. Um, did you ever suspect anything from him at all? Well, who knows? Stu, who knows? His nose. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems he has had us all on strings for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, this all could be stemmed back, I guess, uh, from the betrayal of uh, Scar and Mufasa, the the infamous death in the ravine there. Uh, with all this going on, do you think we'll still be able to find a way to see Laura Cross tits? Oh, well, I hope so. I'll keep pressing up, down, left, right, star, star, triangle, but nothing's happening. I was joking there, of course. Oh, yeah, me too. All right. Thanks for joining us, Uncle. You're all right. Lovely stuff there. Um, Geppetto is set to go on trial this June. Um, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, I think the most important part, what happens to Pinocchio now? Who knows? Who knows, indeed. Uh, do you want a bit of sport, Al? Yes, please. Good. I've been practicing this all day. <clears throat> Sport, sponsored by EA Sports. It's in the game. Good. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Joshua this weekend lost in Transylvania. After the match, he said, Well, I've been working part-time, you know, for Dracula, and had to run an errand halfway through, innit? Referee said I was out for the count. <laughs> yeah. Help with Dr. Doris. Yeah, I lad, so I can't really get into the naked kung fu in a Tesla right now for legal reasons, you'll understand, of course. But um, my Alzheimer patient had diarrhea this week. It was so sad. He said, I hate this. I've been I was running around for some reason and then and then I forgot why. And then well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arnie filling up for travel. Good evening. Did you hear that fruit will never travel to Australia? Yeah, fruit won't, but veggie might. Oh, yeah. Hasta la vista. <laughs> in, <laughs> in business, a man who has been working on his dream project for 18 hours a day has been fired for sleeping on the job. <laughs> and the weather will be funky. Oh, lovely. Thanks, Steve. Well, <laughs> that was a good one. That I really enjoyed that. So now let's move on to Dinosaur Park Ghost Tits. Oh. 
In each episode, Stu and I are going through the alphabet, giving each other a film to watch, and then we have to answer five questions on that film um, to see who wins. It is currently 11-6 to myself. On this, we are on the letter V. I gave Stuart the film Villain, which is on Netflix. And Stu, you gave me the film? Uh, Veronica. Veronica, uh, which was a horror film, which was on Netflix as well. Great film. Have you got a tagline for Villain? Yep. Pay your bar tab or I'll bite your face off. <laughs> Lovely. I've got a tagline for uh, to Veronica. Spanish laughs with a blind smoking nun. <laughs> Spanish laughs? Yeah. She, that <laughs> nun in it is so unhelpful. Like, because she tells I'm her what I'm surprised she's allowed to work in the school. I mean, what can be her use? She just... She just stays in the basement all the time smoking. So yeah. what she do? No one ever says you can't smoke in here. So Stu, um, do you want to give me your questions first? Yes. Uh, of course, so the uh, Veronica based on a true story. But what year is the film? does the film take place? 1991. Correct. Uh, what is the name of the man that they try to contact in the seance at the start? Oh, it's her dad. I don't know his name, though. Manolo. All right, yeah. Um, what do the kids use to watch the solar eclipse? Uh, it's a, a negative from a, a photograph. Yeah, film negatives, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. How many girls take part in the seance? Three. Yep. And what does Veronica's mum... Where does Veronica's mum work? She works in a bar, doesn't she? Yeah, like a bar calf thing, isn't it? Yeah, four. Oh, yeah. Right, Stu. Um, your question's on villain. Question one. At the very start of the film, uh, the man who pisses his pants, what colour are his pants? Blue. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stu, when the villain is getting out of prison, there is a brightly coloured lighter on the table that he puts in his pocket. What colour is that lighter? Green. Oh, it's blue. I thought you might get it because it was another, and it was so bright as well. When I saw it, I was like, oh, this is a good question. Um, what is the name of the drunk girl on the sofa? I thought I'd misheard it, but it's because it, I thought it was a, a, a male's name, but it's her name. Charlie? No, oh, it's Ricky. Okay. Uh, the jewellery shop that they rob, okay, he's looking for someone. Uh, but there's somebody else who owns it. I want either name, either first name of the owner now or the previous owner that he's looking for. Uh, so either. Archie or something like that? You can have two guesses at this because it's two names. Brian. Steve owns it now and it was Solly. Solly that owned it before. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name. I thought uh, we said no names anymore. What? I thought we said last week no more names. Well, you said you were going to keep doing names. Sorry. Um, this last one's a name, but this one's an easy. What is the the name of the main character? His first name will do, or his second name. Oh fucking hell! Uh, Come on, you can get this one. Eddie. 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 Yes, well done. Well done. Stu, you scored two. Shit. Are we taking names out then? Because you put names in yours as well. Only one. Uh, yeah, I think names of characters can get rid of, can't we? I mean, I've lost that anyway, so it doesn't really matter anymore. We'll say you can have one name in it. 
in the game. Well, it doesn't matter, does it? It's yeah, no, it's still fun to play at the end, isn't it? Uh, go on, give me tiebreaker. Uh, who do they sing about in the jingle and in the bathroom? Oh, it's that... Um, it's an advert, isn't it? I can't well, remember what it show, was. Show, isn't it? Centea. Centea. is the right and left. How much is Eddie offered for his watch the first time he's offered for when he goes to the jewellery store? 20k. 3,500. 3, uh, he says it's worth really, 20k. That's it, yeah. Bollocks. No wonder they robbed him. Stu, I've got you a great film for the next one. And I saw this and I thought, I want to watch this again. Well, I've picked you one because I haven't seen it yet. And it's because it's like a perfect opportunity to watch it now. Okay. Well, the film I'm giving you, Stu, is Nothing's Free in Waterworld. Oh, fuck's sake. The Kevin Epic. I might just not watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it, Stu. It's well funny. I've purposely never watched this film because I've heard it's shite. What, Waterworld? Even he don't like it. I know. I don't Costa mind it. I think it's quite funny. You've got Wonder with Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson. Oh, God. Where that kid's got the um, unusual yeah. face. I've not seen this film because I think... Hey, it's look. Crazy. I've got a bogey. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Really nice, I think it's going to be so overly sentimental that I, I can't I can't deal with these films. Yeah, well. I'm really, it's like watching, what's the one with the dog di- where the dog dies? Marley and Me. Jeez. I like Marley and Me. I, I've watched it once. I can't watch it again. It's just, it just mm. wants to make you cry on every opportunity. So, Stu, that is Dinosaur Pot Goes Ticks Up. It is now uh, 12.06 to myself. Um, but now it's time for Tales and a Bag of Nails. In each episode, either me, that's me, hello, or him, Al. Hello. Uh, we take it in turns going down to London. London? And we uh, go to Southwest to Britain's best pub, the Bag of Nails. Yep. Al, you went this week. How'd you get I on? Did. Oh, Stu. I didn't know they were filming a new um, episode of Wallace and Gromit. Down there. Sorry, Keza G. Basically, they're doing the audio down there because they needed um that they needed the background of a uh, of a pub. So um, sure they did, but they sort of acted it out as well. There's never been a pub scene in any Wallace and Gromit. I know this. This surprised me. So I think yeah. it's going a new direction. Well, when you hear it, you'll realise it's going in a very different direction to what it's been in. I I I mean, it has to be, doesn't it? <clears throat> it has to be. Click. Right. Let me just try and get my. Uh, Gromit. No, I'm a Wallace voice. Cheese, Gromit. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> crap. Well, Gromit, that really was a fun day out at the International <laughs> Cheese Festival, wasn't it? I think they were dead impressed with my new invention, the Cheese-O-Matic 3000. You can't see it at home, but I'm actually doing the Wallace hands throughout this. He is. He's doing the, uh, he's doing the actions. And to think... There wasn't a single mishap in the entire... Mr. Wallace, yes, you're under arrest for gross misconduct involving your dog, Gromit. Wait, Mr. Wallace? Wallace is his first name. Yeah, I know, but I don't know what his last name is. Uh, Well, no, this is just what happens to... Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Gross misconduct, officer? What does that mean? You know what you've done, Mr. Wallace. I'm sorry, I don't understand. You've been having sex with Gromit, Mr. Wallace. 
I thought we could maybe tiptoe around it, but they were just playing in. You'll be going down for way. a long time for this. But he gives me these looks. He gives these looks <laughs> to me, officer. He's more human than dog. <laughs> he he helped build a rocket to go to the moon, officer. <laughs> you can tell us all about it down the station. Gromit! Gromit! Stu, this is, um, sorry, I'm just in the bag of nails. This is where the, those two characters get dragged out, Stu. And I can't believe this, but Gromit gets his very first line. Ready? <laughs> Fuck you, Wallace, you baldy cunt. Right, where's my fucking paint, man? Cheers. And, uh, and then I she... knew it was a Geordie Gromit. I knew it. I, know, about... yeah, I thought that when I first saw Wallace and Gromit. I thought he's going to be a Geordie. What do you think, Stu? I think it's coming out Christmas. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> oh, good times. Well, Stu, you'll be going down to London next uh, London next episode. Yes, I will, won't I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it's time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. Uh, in each episode... Stu finds a cassette tape with two tips from Mike Reed on it. Stu, you got a couple of tips for us? I haven't, but Mike has. Of course, yeah, Mike. Thank you. And click. All right, that's Mike Reed here. A couple of top tips. Now, before we get started, I'll be um, appearing at Download Festival this year in the summer, offering tips, just walking around the field for three days, offering tips, left, right and centre. So... Look out for me. I'll be just in underpants and a vest and a spinning bow tie. <laughs> Brilliant. Cool. See you all there. Right, a couple of tips before I uh, nip off. Uh, number one, scared of the dark? Why don't you try growing up? <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Struggling with the heat? Well, that's all right. Just simply take off all your clothes. If you're out and about in shops or in the library, just do the same, but do it quietly. <laughs> See you all later. That's some good tips, isn't it? Yeah, worth, worth thinking about, isn't it? Yeah. So, Stu, that brings us to the end of this episode, but let's get the, uh, the old stuff out of the way uh, before we carry on. So on the next episode, uh, we're going to be asking for your top three pop groups. And these can be from any era, but they cannot play their own instruments. Uh, it needs to be a band that would get up from a chair on a court, on a, on a court, on a, on a, a key change, sorry. Key change, yeah. yeah. Uh, we will be asking for your favourite film from the year 2003. And if you'd like to watch along with Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up, we will be watching Waterworld, which is on Amazon Prime, and Wonder, which is on, say, Netflix too. Wonder's on Netflix, yeah. Netflix, yeah. Okay, so you can watch along. With those films, Stu, have you got anything before we finish? Yeah, that um, that Bellin's only until thirty for me. It said it when I played it today, like it's going to be taken off at the end of the month. The what is? Villain. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, good job we got it done then. Uh, yeah, we've had an email out. Mm-hmm. Getting quite popular in these emails now, aren't we? I'll just um click clickety click. Yeah, here it is. Uh, dear Stu and Al, a uh, long time listener, first time writer. I bought a trolley from Tesco for a pound the other day, but as soon as I left the car park, the wheels stopped working. 
just goes to show you get what you pay for in these bargain supermarkets. <laughs> anyway, PS4 go. Manfred Mann are playing at the Spock Kirk Arena next week. Do you want two tickets, but it's standing room only? Your pal, Rodney Chair, Scumforth. Still, I cannot believe that these people don't think that we only want standing room when we go I to... I don't want to sit down for any concert. And it's Manfred yes. Mann. Five, yeah, four, perhaps, three, yeah. two, one. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy. Uh, and yeah, yes, do what did he as well, Manfred Mann. Um, the, 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 if you if you want to know how to get those trolleys uh, to to stop the wheels locking, there is actually a mechanism in the in the ground. You go over like a metal grate thing. That is what locks the wheels. So you just have to pick it up over that, pop it down the other side, and it will keep rolling. Don't you worry. Oh, you'll be pleased with that. There you go, yeah. Rodders. There you go, Rodders. Well, Stu, it couldn't be the end of an episode without a quiz for you. Then I've yes, who won? Uh, Stu, this is a songs from movies quiz. Oh, um, so I'm going to try and sing a little bit of a song, um, and you got to tell me what what film it is from. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what a feeling! Do, 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 do. Believe it. <laughs> 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 you don't know the words anymore, I'll I'll, I'll take an answer. Uh, flash dance. Correct. Well done. Uh Oh god, I don't, I don't know how this song goes. Um, I'll, I'll just tell you the name of the song, "Lady Marmalade." We are Lady Marmalade. Uh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, correct. Hold on. Uh, I'll get Brucey to sing this one. You gotta lose yourself with the music the moment you want it. You're gonna never let it go. You only get one shot. They're not unless you charge them low. Because obviously, as he comes with a lifetime. <laughs> Eight Mile. Yeah, well done. Which would have been a better film if Brucey was actually in it. Or if Brucey played the Eminem role. Well, originally he was going to, but ill health meant that he couldn't. And he had to go up with their backup. Bob Spaghetti. They say our love won't pay the rent. Groundhog Day. What is that? Groundhog Day, did you say? Yeah. I hold you don't you dare close your eyes. Hold your breath, it gets better. Aladdin. Yep. How do I live without you? Connor. Yes, well done. I didn't know if you get that one. And we can build this mood together. Mannequin. Yeah. But yeah, you don't want this. Um. Been spending most of my life living in a gangster. Dangerous Minds. Yeah. Got two left, Steve. You've got a friend in me. <laughs> Can you do him one week down the bag of nails? <laughs> what, right? Is it Randy Newman? Randy Newman, yeah. yeah. What's that? That guy where was murdered. Hey there, over. Over. Come on, over. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like it when he does the uh, um, she takes a bite, chews it once, twice, three times, four times, stops. Saliva <laughs> boykin takes a long left hard foot, look at Randy. Right foot, left foot, right foot. What was that? Family Guy. Yeah, that's Family Guy. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story. Yep. Last one. <laughs> well, I don't know how I got it tonight. I got a feeling that something ain't right. 
Reservoir Dogs, mate. Is he dogs? Who love me? Reservoir Dogs. Well, 10 out of 10, Stu. Booyakasha. Return off the Mac. Did Come you notice know, when, um, when Mark Morrison was filmed, recording Return of the Mac, he kept singing Return of the Mac, and the producer kept going, once again... <laughs> right, let's end this episode. Stu, say goodbye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>